developed because it's uh, the leftovers of all different pieces of material. You don't know what to do with all of these. None of them are big enough on their own, so we put them together to be able to knit one garment. Sometimes they look a little mismatched. Sometimes that's how our lives look, too. We have a piece of our life from, from here. Maybe it was something good that happened in our life, and a piece of fabric that stands out. Maybe we have some things in our lives that aren't so great. Maybe some things that are torn a little bit, or a little bit worn. But that still fits into our quilt, too. Maybe we have pieces that we receive from uh, our parents, or from our grandparents. Different experiences that we have. Maybe it's hobbies that make up some of the different pieces within our quilt. Maybe it's interests that we have. All different experiences. What does the ID of your life look like? How would you describe that tonight? Now move with me to something different. Not how somebody else will look at you or does look at you. Not how you even perceive yourself. But look at the question with me tonight. How does God see me? I'm going to give you a moment again. How does God see me? Are you thinking of different words, different descriptors that you would have chosen for yourself? That other people would have chosen for you? I hope that many of us in here tonight, and if you weren't thinking of this already, know it now. When you hear, how does God see me? Well, he sees you, he identifies you as his son, as his daughter. One that he loves so much that he would do anything for. That's what every one of these accounts is about that we hear in the season of Lent. All leading up to that glorious moment in which he shows exactly how much he loves each and every one of us. You were claimed. Everyone in here, I hope, knows that, that you were claimed through your baptism. It's a great uh, sacrament that we have within the church. One that is truly mysterious. I can't tell you exactly how that works, this water that's combined with this word. But since you have this gift, this is how God sees you. We heard that in our epistle lesson for tonight that J.J. read for us. It says, since you have been born again, not a perishable seed, but an imperishable, through the living and abiding word of God. You see those words up there, uh, born again. When I, when I hear those words, and especially with many other denominations, uh, maybe a lot of us think of that gift of baptism. I don't know if you always get to see it on Sunday here, between our two services at our beautiful baptismal font, uh, Pastor Mark performed uh, two baptisms here on Sunday, to two beautiful children. On Saturday, uh, I had the privilege of performing a baptism of a little tiny baby in my backyard during uh, her first birthday party uh, that I was able to do. These moments in which God says, you are my child. You are to identify exactly as that. One who I look down at and I see and I know that I, I love. But is that how you truly identify yourself? Because sometimes I think there's other things we probably identify as. Identification isn't always simple for us. Because in the world, we're constantly 
be having our attention beckoned at, somebody calling to be able to achieve something not for God. Don't identify with Him, your Creator, your Maker, your Sustainer, your Redeemer. Identify with this. It's here, and it's now. Come in and, and capture a piece of this. This is what your flesh really wants. This is what will do something good in your life right now and give you maybe some sense of happiness. Peter continues on with that, actually, in our text for tonight. He mentions that in these great words of Isaiah that he quotes. He says, For all flesh is like grass, and all its glory like the flower of grass. The grass withers, and the flower falls. It's a song that Isa and Christy were singing for us tonight, and then Brian was accompanying them with this concept of how temporary our life truly is. You heard that in that song, this mist that is in this wave, and we hear that over and over again in Scripture, that you are simply this mist that is here one day and then vanishes tomorrow. It's easy in our identification to sometimes think that the sun and the, the world and everything else in our universe really does revolve around us, but it's not the truth. The world will tell you that because they want your identity. Sin wants your identity. You've heard of identity theft before? This isn't a new concept. This is a concept that Satan puts into place. Remember, he is described as that one in the book of John chapter 10 that comes to be able to kill and steal and destroy. He's this one that comes after us to be able to capture your identity. If you listen to the Bible study that Pastor Mark and I did this morning, it's all about this strong man that needs to be tied up, that tries to possess so many things within the world. It's all about, about Satan. It's about Satan coming after us, God's true possessions, and how Jesus comes for you and I to be able to redeem us. Our lives are so temporary. They're so minuscule. They really are something that is here today and gone tomorrow. And if there's anything that's constant in our life, it's that element of change. That change that's always happening around us. All these ways the world keeps manipulating us again to be able to come after our ID, to be able to steal exactly who we are. But Peter tells us in our scripture tonight that there's also something that is constant. Actually, there's something that is more than constant. Because it's constant not just here on this earth, but it's constant throughout eternity. So Peter says, but there's something else we need to hear about. But the word of the Lord remains forever. Even though your flesh may fail, even though one day all of us will suffer death, that we will return to that ash, to that, that dust that we once were. This word of the Lord, this promise that God gives to us, remains forever. That's the ID that you have tonight. That we have an identification as being a son and daughter of the Most High. And because of that, we have that promise of eternal life in our Lord. You see, when our Lord looks at you and identifies you as his son or his daughter, he doesn't see this, this patchwork quilt that is made up of random pieces. He doesn't see leftovers or scraps or pieces that maybe should have been or could have been thrown out at one time. When he looks down at you and claims 
that Jesus goes to that cross and he dies for you, but he also rises. And if we are connected in our baptism in a death like his, scripture also tells us that we are connected in a resurrection like his. That time's coming. We're going to get there. Know that identity that you have in our Lord. Let's pray. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, is uh, we come here tonight as a group of people to truly uh, confess unto you our sins and to receive your forgiveness. Lord, we ask that along with that, you will place that ID upon every one of our hearts. That we will know that whatever we are going through today or that we will face in a year from now as a group and especially as individuals, that you are here with us. That you are leading us, that you are directing us, and that you will save us. Lord, allow